Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What's up, Happy Tanners? Welcome to episode 66 of the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Jasmine Alisea from Solaire Sunspray in Westerville, Ohio, joining us to tell us her story. This is a great story, you guys. If you haven't met Jasmine or heard of her, I honestly didn't know much about her before chatting with her on this interview. She's part of Sunless Evo, and I've seen her in the group occasionally chatting with people, but haven't met her myself. So it's always great to meet our fellow SE Sunless Evolution members and to learn more about them. What a great story and how she's gone in just over two years. She's going to be opening her second location. And mind you, this is during a global pandemic. She's still going forward with this, opening that second location. She was able to go from a part-time person in nine weeks to go full-time into her business thanks to Facebook groups. Tune in to listen and learn how she's been able to grow this far. She has two employees, is about to hire two more, and is opening that second location in the next month or so. In September, that's the goal as long as all the permits and all that fun stuff is taken care of. So Make sure you get out a pen and a piece of paper or get your fingers ready to type some notes on your phone or computer because Jasmine shares a ton of great information and insights into how she has leveraged social media, referrals, and other wonderful tools to grow her business so far. Jasmine, it was great to get to know you a little bit better, learn more about your story, and thank you so much for sharing it with us. As always, the Happy Tans Podcast is sponsored by the Happy Tans Website Builder, the first and only website builder created specifically for sunless tanning professionals and salons. Our website builder is not only easy to use, it will help you get found online, which by the way is very, very important for your website. If nobody finds it, that's not very helpful. So we have built-in SEO tools that are set up for you out of the box, ready to go. Literally plug in a couple of words or location data and you are good to go. Your website will be up and running quickly and it'll be found on Google as quick as possible. If you have any questions or feedback for me, I am always here to help. Grant at happytans.com. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Thanks again, Jasmine. Everybody have a wonderful day. Stay safe and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Jasmine Alisea from Solaire Sunspray in Westerville, Ohio. How are you doing today, Jasmine? I'm doing great, Grant. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're excited to learn more about you. And we were chatting a little bit before we started recording and I just started to uncover a few things. So lots more to go through in this interview. I'm excited. So am I. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let me open up the floor for a minute. Let me give you a second to introduce yourself. Uh, tell everybody about you, background, you know, how long you've been in the industry, a little bit about your business, whatever else you want to share. We are all ears. Yeah. So I am Jasmine Alisea, the owner of Solar Sunspray, and we are located right outside of Columbus, Ohio in Westerville, which is just a little suburb north of the city. Um, I have been in business now for two years. So I worked in dentistry for about seven years prior to opening Solaire. And then we decided just to open up in a little studio salon. And I did it part-time. And within nine weeks of launching the studio, I was leaving my dental career and doing this (laughs) full-time. So it was a quick transition I would go into work in the morning at the dental office and you know try to see clients before I went in and then I'd leave on my lunch break and go see clients and then I'd leave after work and go see clients and one day you know the demand was there and I'm like why not just do this full time so I decided to add in teeth whitening and the rest is history we've been in business for a little over two years I opened up in April of 2018 and grown a ton and um now we're ready for our second storefront and it's just been great 
Yeah, that's awesome. So April 2018 was a great month. That was the month uh, my daughter was born. So that's really cool. Must have been, must have been a good month. Yeah, and, that's a great one. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and it seems like it's funny that as few people I've spoken to, not interviewed, but just spoken to in general that are tanning are also in dental. So there's maybe some correlation. I'm not sure what it is here. Uh, but that's really cool. So nine weeks, you you did a part or kind of a, on the side as a side hustle and you were able to, to quit and go full time, you said? Yeah, so wow. I um, advertised here. We've got a little Westerville Moms group, and man, that group, they really built my business. I started out with six clients, and within those nine weeks, I was at 350 clients. So wow. um, it was a good time to start. You know, we had proms coming up, and um, I had trained with a bigger company, and waited a little while to open up in April and really made sure that, you know, I was comfortable and confident and perfected my craft and um, it grew so fast. So now we're a little over two years in the game. I've got um, two employees. We have 1200 clients and it's just been really, really fun. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and we, you know, I've interviewed a lot of people and some people have the explosive growth that just like everything comes together. And it's, I'm not calling it luck by any means, but a lot of things come together at the right time. And, you know, opportunity kind of meets the the work that you put in behind the scenes. And then other people, you know, it takes a few years to build up just depending on so many factors. Obviously, obviously, the mom group helped kind of push your trajectory forward. But then there's other people that, you know, might maybe will either drag their feet or just not find the right opportunities. But it sounds like that group really helped to kind of blow it up for you, which is awesome. Oh, they did. Yeah. I'm so thankful. Yeah, definitely. And good timing. Obviously April is like right as peak season is about to kick off. So you like, you had multiple things working in your favor there. Absolutely. Definitely. So you said you started with six clients and I always like to ask this question about how you get your, got your first client. So did you get your first client from the group? Or was it another, or was it a friend or? So it's actually uh, my little brother's fiance. Oh, wow. <laughs> she was, and it's so funny because I just tanned her. Uh, they got married last Monday. And so we just did her bridal tan, but she was my first client. Um, and it was so nerve wracking that first time because I'm like waiting by my phone the next morning. She's like skin type one, super fair. And she's like, this is the best spray tan I've ever had. So um, after that one, I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you just need that little boost of confidence there and you're yeah. good to go. <laughs> That's awesome. And then the rest just came from the Facebook group initially, I guess. Yeah, we've had a lot of referrals. Um, yeah. Definitely referrals and just online marketing. Um, social media has been huge. So it's um, it's definitely been something that I'm thankful for as far as I feel like being in the studio salon suites too, you know, there's other stylists there. And so kind of cross marketing helped, but um, yeah. 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 That's definitely helpful. So question about the Facebook groups. I think they're kind of untapped or a lot of people don't utilize them. That is that like a group where you have like one day a week that people can promote businesses? How do they have rules about that? They do have rules. And um, I tried not to be too, overwhelming. I think I introduced my business. And then from there, um, you know, if I had a special, I'd pop it in there. But a lot of it was just people asking for recommendations, you know, hey, where should I go in the area for spray tan? And you'd have, you know, 50 something comments on this status. And it really, really got uh, touching for me when I would like go through the comments and like 30 of the comments were solar sun spray. And I'm like, oh, I love you guys so much. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So it's, um, they do have a lot of guidelines and rules in some of those groups. Yeah. Some of them are a little bit more lenient. This one was geared more so um, for moms. And one of the things that I did from the beginning, I'm a single mom and I didn't really do the mobile tanning thing. I went straight into a space and I kind of felt like, um, you know, I could scale it back a little bit and just be like, hey, this is something you can come and do in the evening to get a break from the kids, you know. So I know a lot of people are big on the mobiles because it is convenient to go to someone. But um, I kind of pushed it as 
hey mom I know you need a break after being with your kids all day when your husband gets home come get a spray tan <laughs> yeah. I love that because we talk a lot about like understanding your your customer your client avatar whatever you want to call it whatever fancy name you want to use but essentially understanding the people that you want to serve right so that is you want to serve people that are in a similar situation to you. you probably need a break like you said and that's a great you know after having a little one I can see there's nights when my wife or I are both like, okay, we need to uh, go for a walk or get in the car and drive or do something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I can only imagine once you multiply that and have more kids and you know, whatnot. So that's a, that's a good thing. Understanding who you're, you know, serving is, is very, very important. And you obviously caught wind of that very early. Yeah, definitely. So there's, there's lots of ups and downs in entrepreneurship and it sounds like you've had a lot of ups so far. I mean, within two years, opening a second location is, almost unheard of in this industry. Not a lot of people do that. And, and uh, it does take time to build businesses, but you've done very well in a very short amount of time. But I'd like to touch on the lowest or, or, you know, the worst moment in your business so far. And then on the flip side of that, we'll talk about the best, but let me open up the floor to you and, and let you share that moment with us. Yeah, so I'm sure right now, the times that we're living in, a lot of people can relate to this, but the lowest point so far has been COVID. We were mandated to close the salon on March 17th, and we weren't able to reopen until May 15th. So we went from not planning on having zero dollars in sales for two months to figuring out how to survive through it. And um, for me, it was a little more overwhelming because I do have um, another single mom that, you know, works in the salon with me. And, and then our other technician is she's pretty young. And so um, it was really, really scary times. We decided um, over that time period, we would do, some online things. So I did um, launch a self tanning mousse and um, got some merchandise in just to kind of have something, Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, going, but it's been pretty scary in a sense because we, you know, decided on the second location right before COVID. So that was already going to be happening. And um, as exciting as it is, you know, it's a lot that goes into it, especially financially. And, um, so I would say this whole, you know, last few months has probably been the lowest point of business. And now I'm just trying to use it as, um, efficiently as I can and preparing that, you know what, it might happen again, but we can really take that time to focus on, getting things done, um, for Dublin. So. Yeah. And Dublin's where the second location will be, correct? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. That's, yeah, that's, that's definitely a low point. I think a lot of people can relate. We've seen that in San Lucivo, obviously during these times, a little bit more challenging for, for everybody. Some people, you know, we're still spraying kind of behind closed doors. Uh, some people like did what you did and did the moose thing, which I think was very smart and kind of opens up another, opportunity even when business reopens right however that is um yeah however that'll be but kind of opened up your eyes and now you have other things in place i think that you can more quickly kind of navigate to or through once if if something were to happen again obviously but uh it it sounds like it gave you an opportunity to step back and focus on a lot of things that needed to be done anyway absolutely yeah definitely so on the flip side of that then what what's the the best moment so far So far, the best moment I would say is how we've grown the bridal platform in my business. So we have um, just gotten our name out to be that bridal tan where everybody wants to come and get a spray tan for their wedding. And I love formal tanning. It's honestly one of my favorite. Um, We sponsored the Miss Ohio pageant. last year and it's just been so amazing to have so many brides come in and obviously you know everybody wants their teeth whitened for their wedding too and so that I feel like kind of helps a lot but um just having you know being that first place that people think of when they need to get a spray tan for their wedding has been my most rewarding I feel like um because it's one of the biggest days of their life. And so I'm thrilled whenever, you know, we get, we've had even the last few weeks, so many brides come in and they're 
maybe going to have 10 people at their wedding, but they're still like, I need my spray tan from Solar for my wedding day. So yeah, that's (laughs) definitely been the high, just making that name for, you know, the, the best bridal tan in Ohio, I guess is how we're. Wow. How you're viewed. Yeah. That's awesome. Is that, is it a big like attraction there for weddings or is this just general weddings like in any city? Um, I think it's, well, you know, we had a couple of girls last year travel, um, from Chicago to get sprayed for their wedding, but it's my brother's fiance. And it's funny. The first person that I sprayed, she's a wedding planner too. So oh, that helps. <laughs> that helps. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I always tell people when, you know, if you're looking for opportunities, I think weddings an easy one to get into other than the everyday tans, not easy. Um, they're all challenging, but just an opportunity that's there for you. And I always tell people go to those wedding planners and bridal shops, the people that are going to have the initial interactions with people long before they even consider spray tan as part of the, the day or the process. So that's definitely yeah. a good connection. Do you track those by any chance from her to know like what percentage of those come from her? Um, from her, I don't. Okay. Um, we add a ton of those brides in our portfolio. Actually, if you look at the portfolio on the Gloss Genius website, we mm-hmm. um, it's more so just our brides. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> don't love tanning everybody, but um, we do um, try to add more of the bridal clothes in there um, because it's just... I don't know, just having that, you know, that big day and knowing that you were a part of it is super special. Yeah, definitely. I could see, you know, I could see that as how important that is. Uh, you know, the, the, the lady that sprayed us was uh, the first Happy Tans interview, Kelly, uh, sprayed my wife and I for our wedding. So that, that oh, was yeah. definitely special. Yeah. So she introduced us and she got to spray us. So that, that was fair, <laughs> but it was, a, it. yeah, we knew that we knew that from the get go that she would be the one. So it's, it is a, an important thing and something you can cherish and, you know, making sure people look their best is, is really, really important for them on that day. Yeah. I so. watched her episode and that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. She's, it might not have sounded too good on my end. I don't know. That was the first <laughs> one. <so. laughs> You're a pro. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. So this is, I, I was just checking out your, the Gloss Genius ad pulled up here. I really like the way you did the uh, the different colors here. Just kind of color coordinate that. So people like the light, the medium. Uh, people check that out. I'll, I'll link that down below. I like the way you did that. So I'm assuming like in Gloss Genius, you can put a picture for what the service is and you just do that. Yeah. And I've changed it over the um, last couple of years. We would always get a lot of questions on what tan do I pick if I've never had a spray tan. So I did that to kind of help um, them see the difference in the levels. Obviously it's not the actual color, but it's kind of a cool little mock-up. So it's helped a lot of people, um, you know, when they don't know which one to pick. And I always say, just go for what you think you want and we can always switch it up if need be when you come in, but it's definitely helped, um, you know, cut down all the, Hey, I'm on here to book, but I don't know what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Cause you have different pricing, right? Based on the, the, the actual tan. So that's interesting. Um, so that obviously different solutions. So that makes perfect sense. Perfect sense on that. The, uh, the question I had was um, about your, like your kind of day-to-day operation within the business. Obviously when you started part-time, uh, that was just you. So how long into that did you hire the first uh, employee? Yeah, so I was in business for a little over a year uh, before I hired my first employee. And I was a little on the fence about, you know, when it was that that point to grow. And, and one day I was just like, you know what, it's probably time to have an extra room. So I decided to hire my first employee and that was short lived. And then I um, hired who we have in now. And she's been in business with me now for almost a year in September. Um, So it was a little over, well, you know, it was probably at that one year mark when I decided that I wanted to grow the team. My first employee I hired was actually a client. And then um, we decided, you know what, if things are a little bit slower in that room, let's hire a second one and kind of like, you know, alter the schedule. 
And so, yeah. And so you, uh, you had two rooms in the same like salon suite? Yeah. So we ended up doing a second room for um, a second schedule. And my goal was always to have, you know, about 20 tans in my schedule. And so um, on average, I would have, you know, 30 people, sometimes 35. And I'm just like, I can't get you in. (laughs) So let me, let me see what we can do. So uh, we opened up the second room and delegated, you know, all new clients to that technician. And um, I did that too, because I knew that I wanted to grow and I knew that I wanted to still be able to see my clients and not really pass them off. I mean, obviously what we do in this industry, it's a very personable service and you do build relationships with your clients really fast. And And, um, so I knew that, you know, when the storefront started coming, I didn't want to have to push out my regulars to a stranger that they weren't comfortable with. So I Mm -hmm. thought all new clients coming in would see the girls and, um, that would help us obviously be able to service more people and grow, but still keep my clients comfortable because they do prefer, you know, to see the same person. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and it's, it's definitely a relationship that's kind of forged there. So it makes perfect sense to, to stick with one person. Uh, it probably makes it easier for everybody. Um, so, and how do you pay your employees? Are they employees of your company? Are they 1099? How do you handle that? And They are and why, 1099. I guess. Okay, sorry to cut you yeah, off. Yeah, so no, you're fine. Um, they are 1099. And obviously, when we decided to grow and, and bring in people, um, you know, I didn't know how fast it would grow. And so I kind of sat back and looked at things that I would have to change in my business if I did do a payroll system versus just doing the commission based. And when I laid out all the numbers, um, I find that not only does it help me on my end, but it really helped the girls um, be able to, um, you know, make more doing the commission based the way that I do it. So it's kind of how I think of it. Um, you know, what is left on my end covers their inventory and kind of like a booth rental. And then um, they just have, you know, a lot more motivation, I feel like, to push and and build their schedules. Because um, like I always say, when I started my business, um, it really lit a fire under me, knowing Mm -hmm. what I could do if I was out there you know, hustling and doing perfect tans. And I feel like it did the same for the girls knowing that they have control over their schedule. And, you know, if you go out and um, you get five to 10 tans and it's X, Y, Z, but you could do 35, you know? So um, I feel like that's um, doing that 1099 has um, been the best option so far and, you know, growing who's to know what, will happen in the future. I mean, there's obviously room for needing receptionists now and, you know, different things that might change. Uh, but for, for now and so far it's worked out great. Yeah. So that, so as a 1099, yeah, they're, they're independent contractors. Is that, so they're completely responsible for their own schedule or does everybody book through the same system? How do you handle all that? They are responsible for their own schedule. So we each have separate gloss genius accounts and, Um, it's kind of like, you know, a separate, um, link for each person. And obviously with solar sunspray, it's, it's nice because they're coming to solar. And so they're going to see solar sunspray by Keisha and that's Mm. its own separate schedule. And then there's solar sunspray by Adara. So, um, so yeah, it is a separate. Okay. That's smart. I was, I was just curious because I was saw on the scheduling side of things, it didn't ask you to select a technician. I don't know how you handle that. So that makes perfect sense. And and kind of gives them the motivation to, to do their own thing. So I'm assuming they get paid then part of each tan. You don't have to tell me the percentage, just more or less curious. Yep, they do. Yep. Okay. So if they do four tans in an hour versus two, then they obviously make a lot more money. So yeah, <laughs> definitely motivation <laughs> there. Yeah, and there's a, ch- a challenging thing. I think the 1099 is an attractive option and probably the best option in most cases because, like you said, there's a lot that goes into bringing an employee on and payroll and taxes and benefits and all. Whenever you get that far, I guess down the road. But the 1099 thing is is a a fine line. I see a lot of people walking in that, like you know, 
like you can't technically legally, right? We're not allowed to tell people what they can wear and when they have to be somewhere. So you kind of give them the autonomy to do everything on their own. Now they kind of fall under your umbrella, but all that is up to them, I'm assuming. So that's, that's definitely, I think the smartest way to do it. Yeah. I, um, after, you know, our first one and the way that things settled, I definitely learned uh, from that first person and, you know, implemented in, um, you know, contracts and things like that. But um, it's been a learning experience. And so far, um, I love it. And I think that they're, you know, they're happier. And, you know, we sit down a lot and and crunch numbers and look at the two, um, especially with second location. And one of our technicians, you know, wanting to do more like a management role. And so I'm like, you know, we can, we can definitely go that route. But this route, if we have the time in your schedule to fill it, is going to be a lot more rewarding for you in the end. And, um, you know, she's also single mom with little five-year-olds. She's like, no, this is good. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. So that's a great situation. Sounds like you have a great team. I think finding the right people is is the the most challenging thing, especially to growing or scaling a business. If, If you could give anybody any insight on that it sounds like the first hire might not have been ideal for whatever situations but what would you give people advice about that you know how, how did you find these people where did you find these people was there anything you were looking for in, in particular or whatever you want to share yeah I mean I would definitely recommend always putting in um, you know some type of legal document or contract to protect yourself um, my situation the first time, um, it didn't end as, as planned. And then I had, um, you know, this person that had worked for us that was like, you know what, I'm just going to notify X amount of these clients that I've been seeing and just tan at home now. And so, um, I always say now, you know, just make sure that you're doing something to protect your clients and, and protect your business. You know, when you work really hard to build something, um, on your own, you want to protect it. So just making sure that you, um, you know, have that legal end on your end, all figured out prior to um, building. And hopefully, you know, that's like a rare thing, but um, just to, you know, just to make sure you've always got your T's crossed and your I's dotted and um, it helps for you know, when things don't go as planned. So yeah, yeah. I, for example, a non-compete and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So did, and you, did you mention where, where did you find the new employees that you have? Were they friends or people you just connected with? Um, connection and clients. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people, that's a good place to look, you know, you have these people that really love obviously getting tan, so they love it. That's part of the passion they need to kind of do it. And there's probably some people that are more curious and you can tell that they'd be good good artists they're good good at learning or, or whatnot so that's a good way place to look for sure for sure yeah. uh, uh if you had to pinpoint one thing jasmine you guys have done exceptionally well to grow your business in in the manner that you have which obviously has been exceptional what would you say that one thing is um honestly it's the facebook group social media marketing um you know we've kind of went in between the numbers with Facebook and Instagram and for my business in particular, I found that, you know, running the ads and and being in those groups on Facebook has really grown our business a ton. Um, So in addition to that, recently we have been getting more Google referrals and, um, but just, you know, looking back and pinpointing one, I would definitely say Facebook. Wow. So Facebook ads were better performing than Instagram ads? Yeah, definitely. Now with Instagram, I found we had more, you know, success with doing the influencers. So we've got some amazing clients that are, you know, fitness and um, formal and Instagram definitely um, attracted to those a little bit more as far as referrals but as far as just getting like new clients that hadn't heard about you know the salon and just kind of like caught it online and saw an ad it was definitely Facebook. Wow that's cool so what what types of ads are you doing on Facebook if you don't mind me asking are they just like um, specials or are they just like advertising for awareness? 
Um, we do just the advertisements and I try to run two. Um, so I've recently been doing more paid ads and higher targeting budgets. Um, but I try to make it a mixture of both. Um, we do push, um, you know, a lot of the specials we do offer specials every week. So uh, we'll do like one with a special and then one just your general um, and teeth whitening as well. Yeah, that's awesome. And how has the teeth whitening worked out for you? I know it's a very popular ad addition for, for tanners. It's been amazing. I always tell people it helps a ton if you're looking to add that into your business, if you do have a dental background. Uh, because I've noticed some people are a little bit skeptical about salon whitening. Um, so just having that, um, you know, behind you always helps. And we did run when we got back actually this last uh, month or two months, we ran a Groupon. It was my first time ever doing that. And it was a pretty big hit with the teeth whitening. So awesome. um, that helped a lot. Yeah. I didn't know Groupon. I didn't even know if Groupon was still in business. And I'm not, I'm not like saying that in a bad way. I didn't know. Cause I don't hear about them as much anymore. They used to be like the first thing people would bring up. So really? Yeah, yeah. I had never, I'd never done it before and I really had never used it. And, um, I started getting all these calls and they're like, Hey, I bought a Groupon for teeth whitening. And I'm like, Oh, okay. It works. <laughs> <laughs> so the teeth whitening, what company do you use for teeth whitening products? If you don't mind sharing. So I actually utilize a uh, dental grade whitening gel that we had in the um, dental office that I worked in oh, cool. um, and then just our LED light. But um, I didn't go with one of the um, like the ones that you hear about a lot with tanning um, and I won't name them, but yeah. uh, just because the the gel that we had, I loved it. I whitened my teeth for 20 minutes, seven years ago when I had, I was like the guinea pig in the dental office over our lunch break to see if we liked it. And it worked so well. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to stick with what I know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You had some insider knowledge. You might as well utilize that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, and it helps probably having that background, right? People probably a little bit more trust with you versus somebody else. Were you, were you a dental hygienist or administrative in the dental office? I actually did a little of everything. So okay. I did clinical. Um, and then after I had my daughter in 2012, I was um, assisting for about seven months after that. And then I went administrative and did more um, like billing. And then when I left dentistry and decided to do the spray tanning full time, I started a little business just managing dental offices from home so that I could, you know, stay in that dental professional in the state of Ohio, you do have to be a dental professional to administer teeth whitening. So, um, so I kept my little business, you know, on the side, I kind of started two businesses, I guess you yeah. can say, um, just doing the dental office management from home and virtually. And it was a little interesting in the beginning, I got really busy with that. And I would literally have like a conference call on speaker while I'm tanning somebody. And then I was like, you know what, I think I'm just gonna scale back on that a little bit because it was a lot to juggle. Yeah. yeah, that can be challenging. I've worked with some dental offices uh, in on the marketing side of things. So I know there's a lot, a lot of moving pieces going on. I can only imagine trying to manage that, especially remotely and, and while tanning at the same time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was an experience being in Ohio too. A lot of the offices I had were in California and it was different time zones and uh, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot. And a little one at home too. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a lot. So let's talk a little bit about this. The second location, obviously uh, you mentioned it's in Dublin, which is how far from Westerville? Uh, it's about a uh, 20 minutes. Okay. Like on the other side of Columbus or just. Yeah. It's a little bit more North. So. Okay. Yeah. okay. And as uh, we talked a little bit beforehand, but let's just talk a little bit about the location. Obviously during a pandemic, not an ideal time, but you're making the most of it. You're going to roll with it. Uh, find it as a great opportunity to to kind of get some more uh, foundational items, I think, ready for that location. And you said it should be opening in September. Did you say that? Yes, that's our okay. goal. Okay. And what, I, I guess this will be the question a lot of people have that have one location and are considering a second. At what point did you decide or what led you to decide that it was 
time to explore that second location? It was more of a demand, honestly, from the clients and calls that I was getting. Um, I would have people calling and like, hey, um, you know, where are you located? And then they'd come in and they'd be like, you should totally do something like this in Dublin. Like, we don't have anything close in Dublin. And um, my spray tanning technician, Keisha, she actually lives in Dublin. And so right in the beginning of COVID, um, even her like saying, hey, I can tan you at home. Everyone's like, oh, I wish that you were always in Dublin. <laughs> like, this is so much more convenient. So um, just seeing like the capacity that Westerville's at and, um, you know, the, the need for it now from our clients and people that are calling and they're either asking about Dublin is ultimately what made me decide to go with Dublin. Yeah, that's a great thing. I think lots of times people don't might not be aware or listen to what their clients are saying. So you guys were obviously listening in and hearing that and kind of seeing the demand. And, and we chat a little bit beforehand. It sounds like it's kind of an up, up and coming area. So that like, it's kind of a different, uh, you said there's lots of people that'll be living there, right? So a lot of apartments and stuff that'll be right there. Yeah, it's a really, really cool concept. Um, they've got in this new area that they've built up. And um, there's a lot of, you know, really nice high-end restaurants and, um, the apartment amenity, the, just all of the things that they've done with this whole area. It's, it's really unique and it's really cool. Yeah. It sounds like that Dublin might have the opportunity to be busier than uh, Westerville is for you. <laughs> Definitely. This is gonna, it's gonna be my little gem. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Are you, so how is that going to work with the employees, um, for you guys? Are you going to do people go to both locations or people are strictly here, like you should strictly there or here. Or how's that going to work? Have you so out? yeah, I will be the only one traveling between both locations and um, we'll have the other techs permanently in a location. Um, so right now we've got Keisha planning on being in Dublin full time. And then I'll be splitting up two and two, um, two days in between each. And then, yeah, whoever we bring on will be in Westerville full time. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. What a cool opportunity for you. Sounds like some great uh, growth ahead. Once all this other stuff clears up, I guess uh, we, we should say uh, lots of unknowns out there right now, but you guys will make it through it. So no doubt about it. Yeah, we're excited. No doubt. So more technical spray tan questions here. Like these are common questions. I guess we see in these Facebook groups too. What type of uh, equipment and solution do you use? So I've actually, um, changed quite a bit. When I started out my business, I was utilizing the Norvell. Um, what gun was that? I can't even think. It wasn't the M1000. Um, and I was utilizing their solutions as well. And since then, we have about seven different tanning solutions that wow. I keep stocked. Um, and I mean, we've have a, we have a wide range. I feel like right now our biggest hit and the one that everybody's loving is obsidian mm -hmm. by kelly and um that's been a really really popular one but i try to keep a you know mixture of um just things that are more fitting for everybody's skin type so we use that and we have one norvell solution that we like and jolie and um and a few um i just what did i just order that i'm just about to try that I think I saw it in the Sunless Evolution group, that Paradise. I can't think Paradise of it. Paradise 10, yeah. Yeah. By, um, by Taryn, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just, yeah, we're going to try that this week. Um, we have Nuda for our Express. Love their solutions. Um, so yeah, quite a few when I'm looking down the list. I'm like, there's quite a lot. Um, and then we use the Maximus Pro um, okay. for our gun. Yeah. Okay. So how do you, uh, just curious after you saying that, how do you handle training the employees on what products to use and when? So I am pretty um, straightforward with them as far as after, you know, they learn the Fitzpatrick scale and skin types and undertones and all of that. Um, I have a whole entire handbook of these different examples on what solution we prefer per skin type and undertone um, that are just my personal favorites. And the girls are really good at like matching up when a client comes in, we do a little skin consultation. Um, and then we have some clients that come in and they already know what they want from tanning elsewhere or, you know, something that they've had all 
all the time and they see it on the menu. So sure. But yeah, we do have, you know, the handbooks and everything in place for that. So that helps. Those are those uh, SOPs we hear people talk about. Standing operating procedures kind of helps people get in line and helps you be able to grow the business, right? And remove yourself and somebody else can step right into it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so a, a question for you, just from outsider perspective, if I go on there and book a light tan and come in and your technician says, hey, you'd actually be better at a dark tan. How does that, do you guys change that? Do you upcharge them then? Because they, I'm assuming Gloss Genius just would charge them for the lesser appointment, right? So we do change it. Um, if there's ever a time where somebody books something and it's just not what's best fit for their skin, um, I do train the girls um, to always offer something that we feel like will be more fitting. And for the most part, the prices are only differentiated by about $5. So um, we'll always just let them know up front, hey, I feel like this would be more fitting. And, you know, this is the cost difference. And a lot of times the clients are like, you know, you're the pro to do what you feel like is going to look best. And so um, it's not a huge deal. Um, We do offer um, those specials during the week where every single tan is one set price. Um, And those obviously you guys know a lot of times seem to be your most popular days. So for days like that, um, it doesn't matter what solution they get. It's always a set price. And that, um, will be a lot of the time the days that we see the most new clients. So when they come back in, if they can't make it in on a special day, they know what they got before and they liked it and um, they're always fine with, you know, the different price points. So I will say one thing that I definitely geared my business towards was growing it around a clientele where, you know, they want what's best for their skin type. And if it's, you know, they book a $30 tan and they come in and we think that a $45 tan is, is, most fitting they really don't have an issue with it so it's been really really great yeah 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 it's great i was just more curious from like if somebody was confused about what to book i guess they would just say hey i like this color and go with that and (laughs) you guys can figure it out (laughs) yeah yeah. that's cool to run the specials like that i'd be yeah i'm always curious about what would happen if people just had one flat rate but i guess you have the variance in there so there's you know 15 dollars difference between light and and the the dark one so that is quite quite a difference in the cost yeah Um, what do you find, do you have any ideas of like what the most popular ones are out of the four like kind of basic ones you have there? Um, I would say the last seven months since we've implemented Obsidian, it's been our number one. Okay. Um, everyone likes that they can use it as an express or a standard and um, it's pretty true to bronzer. So everyone's like loving that too. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I've had, heard good things about that product. So that's, that's great to hear. And do you, do you guys keep pretty detailed notes on each client uh, to help like with what's we do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. So I don't know if you are familiar with Gloss Genius, but in every account, every client account, um, there is a, obviously a little area for notes. And then um, obviously you can, you know, always track what you're checking out and what clients are loving and uh, what they don't like, you know, there's sure. always that to throw in there. So yeah, we try to fit everybody's needs as best as possible and um, keep that noted. That's awesome. Good thing to have CRM, some way to keep track of everything. Even if you want to be old school, pen and paper, whatever you need, you know, note, note down the products you use, what they talked about, different kind of things. You can really establish that rapport with your clients. That's a, that's a great thing to do. Um, in addition, did you go through, I think you mentioned some training initially. So you went through some training and certification before you started? I did. Yes, I did. And when I originally um, learned how to spray tan, I actually had a friend who had reached out to me and he had uh, a business and trained through Norvell. And then when I decided, um, you know, to hop on and learn, I did the same. And then over the course of the last two years, we kind of just have implemented kind of our own technique and, you know, really tweaked and changed a lot. Um, so that's been kind of cool to see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we did that initial certification and then I had the girls do uh, the same one when they, when I brought them in. Okay. That's really cool. I think uh, you made a good point there. I wanted to kind of highlight is the fact that you kind of had tweaked it and made it your own. And that's what I think a lot of people are going to the certification thing. And like, this is what, this is what I need to get started. This is the way I'm going to do it. But it's really just kind of a baseline for you because everybody's different, you know, whether it's right-handed versus left-handed or, you know, six inches away versus 10 inches away, everybody gets whatever works for them. And I think you've done a good job to, obviously you've done well to do that 
uh, for your own, but that's, that's a good thing to know. That's kind of just a baseline for you. And then you figure out the rest as you find what works for you, whether you want to start on the front or the back or top or bottom, whatever, you know, you kind of come yeah. up with your own technique. So yeah, that's an important. Yeah, that sounds cool. So they come on, you train them, and then they go through the Norvell stuff, and then they're good to go. Yep. yep. Now, how long? How long is that training typically? Like the process before you actually let them see clients. So we do a full day of eight hours, hands on, um, and then they do the online stuff. And then uh, what I did for the first three. Um, days is I'm just kind of like in there working with them tanning they're watching me and then when they're comfortable and it's all honestly what I did was like do you feel confident to hold this gun knowing that I'm right here and I can take it from you at any time or hold your hand if I need to um, once we get to that point and then um, it's funny with my last uh, girl, she kind of felt more confident when I wasn't in the room. So, you know, the first few times she's like, can you just stand right by the door? And if I need you, I'll let you know, but I think I got this. And so, but what we do in that first eight hour training is I uh, book four models and um, it's very, very hands-on and we, uh, we go through everything for the first four hours. And then the last four hours of the training is just one hour per person and we're really really detailed and um, we go really slow and I really you know make sure that I took the time with them to get that hands-on training yeah that's extremely important and being there with them I think you know there's there's tons of online ones and you have them go through one as well but nothing beats in person so the, the more the more you can do that the better but that's a that's a great place and they always have you obviously to to ask questions so that's a good fallback absolutely for <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely definitely um one last question. You mentioned that before we get to the, to the final question is you mentioned you and the, the other two uh, employees, people that work with you get together. How often do you guys have like a team meeting just to kind of touch base? Um, so honestly, with the, the touching base and, and meetings and things, um, it's kind of like outside of the day to day, you know, rundown. Um, we try to do a monthly I didn't want to be the person that was ever like micromanaging, but I'm always open for issues. Like if there's something that happens, we can talk about it every single day. If we need, you know, if we need to go over something is, uh, but as far as like crunching, you know, numbers and talking about, uh, you know, new ideas and things like that, um, we do that monthly. Okay. That's really cool. It's a good, good thing. I think the micromanaging is easy to fall into. And a lot of people honestly have a problem. Like you were, you were able to let go of that, but a lot of people can't because of the micromanaging and they want to have their hands on everything. So that's, that's a definitely a positive and something that people have to learn. I feel like, cause it's hard to, to step out and trust people with technically, you know, quote unquote, your clients. Um, so that's, that's an important thing, but not micromanaging them allows them to, you're empowering them, which it sounds like you do anyway, because they're essentially like their own entity within Solaire. So that's a great way to do it. They're motivated and they have the, the you know, wherewithal and they want to learn and, and do their own thing. So that's great to have that, uh, those type of people to work with as part of your team. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's worked out great for us. And, you know, the girls will be like, I'm so glad it's this way. I remember X, Y, Z. And I'm like, good. <laughs> they feel good. We're doing it right. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it right. And the monthly meetings are probably great. You know, always checking in, always making sure certain things can go, uh, you know, kind of go wrong. And if you're not there and don't have your finger on the pulse, it can get worse because they're not, you know, they're holding that in or whatever. And it just kind of bubbles over and then, you know, whatever an employee quits or whatever they want to do. So that's good to always check in and be on the same page. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. definitely. Well, Jasmine, before we, we get to the final question, I just want to thank you on behalf of myself and the entire Happy Tans community for sharing your story. It's been great to connect. Obviously, you're part of Sunless Evo, but I don't know all the members that well. So it's been great to learn your story. And I'll be definitely excited to follow along as you open up that second location. And who knows, before you know it, maybe a third, fourth, fifth, whatever you want to do. Um, but uh, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, of course. And I appreciate you for reaching out. It's been super, super humbling and thankful to you. Uh, well, thank you so much. If, if people have questions before I ask the last question, if people have questions for you specifically, do you have a, a, the best way for people to reach out to you? Yeah. So um, email is probably the best way to contact. And that's just at solar sunsprays at Gmail. 
Um, you can always message me on social media. I'm constantly checking all of our handles on there too. So awesome. Awesome, Jasmine. Well, the final question is if you had to write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out uh, just over two years ago, back in April of 2018, what would you say to yourself? What I would say to myself would be to not think that this is going to be something that's temporary. Um, when I first started out, I was set on like, I'm only going to do this part time because, you know, I, I just want to have more control. And then I became so passionate about it. And now it's the only thing that I want to do ever. Like I truly cannot see myself doing anything else um, besides owning these tanning salons and spray tanning. And so I really would just have planned, um, you know, mentally to see that this was going to be a permanent thing and something that I am just so passionate about versus a temporary thing that, you know, I just want to um, do for a while to just have a little bit more control over my schedule and finances. So um, I definitely would have implemented that and into myself mentally because I fell in love with spray tans years ago when I was younger. Um, but I really truly didn't plan on this just being a forever thing. And sure. um, I feel like I would have enjoyed um a lot more of the journey in the beginning if I would have. Yeah. So was it, do you think that was like, just another question from that. Do you think that was like a protecting yourself in case it didn't work kind of thing? Definitely. Okay. Um, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, I, when, when you were saying that, I was like, sounds like you were kind of protecting yourself versus seeing the ample opportunity that existed, uh, which, which often happens to a lot of people. So that, that was just something I wanted to point out there. Uh, definitely. So, and, and the last thing, do, wh- where do you see yourself going? Do you want to have mo- more locations or is two enough? Do you have any idea where you want to go from here? Um, I definitely would like to have um, more and um, we have been doing a more of um, like local trainings and things like that. And I really want to grow that part of the business. When I you know, started up, I found that it was really hard for me to get hands-on training in the area in Columbus. Mm -hmm. And I found that, um, you know, a lot of people that were doing this were just, um, you know, they wanted to keep details more to themselves. And so I started, um, you know, just offering that to people in the area hey, if this is something that you do or you wanted to add to the salon, you know, we'd be more than welcome to help. And it's been um, really great over the last year. So that's definitely something that I would love to grow, um, you know, um, educating. Um, But definitely, you know, the plan is to just keep on going where the need is. And there are so many places that still offer those UV beds. (laughs) And I'm like, as long as they're around, there's always going to be a need for us. So the more, the better, you know, it's just, it's the goal is for this to be convenient enough for people to uh, not feel like they have to go risk getting skin cancer. So, yeah, that's awesome. I can see you guys continue to grow. Like you said, you just continue to go where the need is kind of at, you know, you wait to hear the the demand and then go where it is. That's, that's a smart way to do it for sure. And I can see you guys getting there. uh, No doubt about it. So Jasmine, thanks again. It was so, so great to chat with you and get to know you a little bit better. And thanks for sharing your story and your journey so far. So much more to come. I will post links to your social media, Gloss Genius, and all that fun stuff below the episode. And thank you again so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And I appreciate all that you guys have done. Um, It's been really great since joining this group. So thank you so much. You're welcome, Jasmine. Take care. Have a great one. You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.